Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org. Bibles to stand with me this morning. Today is a very special day, and uh, I gave, uh, I always text Nisha my scriptures, and uh, she said, only two? I said, well, I'm well aware of the fact that a good Mother's Day message is measured by minutes, not material. So a good Mother's Day message is a short Mother's Day message, but I'm going to try to make this a good one. Turn with me uh, to the book of Genesis, chapter number 3. Genesis, chapter number 3 and verse number 20. I got two scriptures I want to uh, have as a point of reference this morning. Uh, There'll be no service here this evening for all your life groups. Uh, Amen. We're just going to spend the evening, if you can, with your family and moms. So no, no, no life groups this evening. Genesis chapter number 3, verse number 20 says, And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. Uh, Judges chapter number 5, verse number 7. Judges 5 and 7. It's a habit to wait till you turn there, but most people don't turn there no more. I see you with phones and iPads. (laughs) Even old school over I see he's got a phone. <laughs> Judges 5 and 7 says, The inhabitants of the villages ceased. They ceased in Israel until that I, Deborah, arose. That I arose a mother in Israel. Let's pray together before you see it. Father, we're just truly grateful to be in your presence. Thank you for what's already been accomplished in the presence of an almighty God. But Father, we just come before you right now asking you that you'll make a deposit, uh, a spiritual deposit from your word into our hearts today that forever changes us and brings glory and honor to you. And we thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you as you see it in the presence of the Lord. I didn't know if I need to preach or not. These young guys has already preached some pretty good sermons this morning. Mother, how do you describe a mother? Well, of course, there's the obvious definition uh, or description of a mother, which, of course, someone who has had a, uh, given birth to a child, another definition you're going to find is a female parent. And even though uh, moms, ladies, that has to be the greatest privilege. It has to be the greatest honor and sense of fulfillment ever to be experienced. A mother is actually, I just kind of want to put a different twist on it today because a mother is actually so much more than someone who's had a child. Can I get a witness? Amen. Because when you come to really understand Some of you may feel like you're going to be left out today because you're not a mother. Well, I'm going to change all that. Because when you really come to really understand what a mother is, you realize that a woman can have a child and not be a mother. Amen. 
And there's a lot of us in this building right here uh, even suffering some anxiety and some pain because of situations and circumstances. But on the other hand, a woman can be a mother and never give birth to a child. Wow. You just jump right on that. I appreciate that. Because the term mother reaches so far beyond just a female parent. Matter of fact, if we just want to stick to definition, mother is made up of two Latin words, one of which is matrix, which means the womb, and the other is materia. That's a Latin word, materia, which in English means matter. Matter. It means uh, the source by which anything is made. The source, the beginning of a thing, the material of a thing. So the term mother is characterized by these two words, womb, the womb, which constitutes where life is formed it, or, or has its beginning. It speaks of a place of molding and forming and, and matter, which speaks of the source by which anything exists. So the very term mo uh, mother identifies someone who has the capacity to carry, to incubate, to form, or to mold. Are y'all going with me, moms? A mother is characterized by a, a source of new beginnings. She represents potential and influence. Can you say amen? She has the capacity to bring things into existence that did not exist before. She has the influence or she has the capacity to influence progress and productivity. Amen. A mother make you think you can do anything. Amen? Daddy may be over there calling you a jughead, but mama thinks you can't do nothing wrong. Am I right about it? And when she gets through with you, she'll make you think you can do it even if you don't have the athletic ability. Amen? The intellectual fortitude. There's something about a mama. She's got influence. Or should I say mother? She's got influence. Amen? She'll bring things out of you you didn't even know that was in you. She's a, she's a source. She's a begetter. She's a beginner. Amen. She just starts things and stirs things with her influence. As a matter of fact, my text said, or Genesis says, and Adam called his wife Eve because. Adam called his wife Eve because. Are you following me? Adam called his wife Eve because she was the mother of all living. Because, in other words, her name Eve was a description of her potential capacity and capability. It wasn't a source of uh, identification. It was a description of capacity. Because Eve means beginner. It means source of a thing. So when Adam called the woman Eve, he wasn't giving her identity he was describing her capability. So there's something special about her. She'll produce things. She'll make something out of nothing. She'll take ramen noodle and make a meal like you ain't, like nobody's business. Huh? Amen. I'm telling you, you young kids just don't know. Amen. My wife's got some stories of her mother taking nothing but a spud and turning it into a, a meal. Amen. She's just gifted like that. She'll just take nothing and make something out of it. So it's, 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 it's not just what she is capable of doing. It's actually who she is. She don't have to train for this stuff. Amen. 
Isn't that amazing? She don't have to train for this stuff. She has a maternal instinct, and when they're little bitty, when they're big enough to carry a baby doll, they're already trying to nurture somebody else. They're already trying. You ever notice that? Amen. That, 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 that little jug-headed boy, he's going to grab a, t- uh, uh, a truck or a gun, but she's trying to nurture something. She's so selfless that she's always looking for an opportunity to take care of something else. You ain't got to train them to do this. It's just in you. It's just who you are. Amen. So it's not just what she's capable of doing, it's who she is. It's what she is made up of, amen? I mean, her entire makeup is, is, a, is a, a living human factory. She was created to create. She was created to carry. She was created to form and to mold and to nurture, amen? He said she is Eve. She is mother. She is the source of all living human beings. Mother. In other words, she is the doors of life. No one can exist without coming through the doors of life. Even Jesus had to come through the doors of life. God, can, can, can I just say this? God didn't need a man to bring Christ in the world, but he could not do it without a mother. Ah, amen. Hail Mary. Thou art highly favored, the angel said. You're going to conceive and bring forth a child, and you're going to call his name Jesus. And Mary said, how can this be? I know not a man. Angel said, I don't need a man. I need a mother. I'm tempted to preach right there, but I'm not. We got a baptism here in a minute. Amen. I don't need a man, I need a mother. It's important you remember that we're headed somewhere, okay? Amen. So uh, uh, you hear me, guys. Women may have been formed from a man's rib, but your Bible says a man is born through a woman. Huh? You ought to reach over and high five some woman and say, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am, for being so womanish. Uh, go ahead, come on now, give it up. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being so womanish. Thank you for being so mother, motherly. I'm going to change your guys' perspective. Women, mamas, pray for me. I said the mother's the door of life. Your Eve, everything that comes into this world is going to come through you. Amen. It's going to come to you. She's a begetter. She's a source, the very springboard of progress and productivity. That's when God created uh, the heavens and the earth. He did it in four days, and he stopped and said, this is good. On the fifth day, he created the fish and the fowls of the air and said, this is good. Then he created all the beasts of the field and every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth and said, this is good. Then he created the man and said, this ain't good. I'm just preaching. Huh? I'm not trying to be funny. He said, this is not good for man to be alone. In other words, God's creation had come to a standstill until mother showed up. Oh, this is too much. You guys are going to set on me. I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to tell the truth. I'm just going to tell the truth. I said, here God had created everything he could create. Amen. But everything had come to a standstill until mom showed up. 
And the Bible says, and the Lord God said, it is not good that man, I'm going to give you all scriptural reference so you don't think I just made that up. It's not good that man should be alone. I will make him a help meet for him. I will help make him a help meet for him. Well, the word help means to lend aid. Catch this, guys. It means to lend strength or means toward a desired purpose. I'm going to give you, amen, a means to accomplish what I've got called you to do. Guys, we can't do it by ourselves. Amen. You women better pray for me. Amen. You can't do it by yourself. Amen. You may get by, but God so designed it that there is a helper. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to give, it's not good for you to be alone. So I'm going to give you someone who's going to contribute strength and means for you to accomplish what I've called you to accomplish. Now, that's a weird word to use for a lady, a mother, a woman is strength. Stay with me, all right? I'm going to give you someone who's going to be an influence that's going to give you strength. It's going to be your strength. She's going to be a means that you pull from. Look at your neighbor and say, he's talking about mother. Come on, I'm still on Amen. And, and she's going to be a help meet for you. Meet means profitable. She's going to be advantageous to you. So the, 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 the mother is more than a female parent. She is a contributor of strength. She is a source of means of which without you cannot accomplish the mission. I don't care who you think you are, even God stood at a standstill and could not fulfill his mission until he brought a mother upon the scene. This changed my whole perspective of you women, just when I thought you weren't good for nothing. I'm sorry, that's an old saying I use for these guys. Just when I think you ain't good for nothing, you do something productive. Amen. It's just changed my whole perspective of who you are and what you are and the strength that God created down in your being as a mother. And remember, I'm not preaching to women who has given birth to children this morning. Are you following me? I'm preaching to the mothers, amen? Because you see, uh, uh, Adam carried the seed, but it never produced anything until the mother showed up. But when he gave it to Eve, the life giver, the begetter, the originator, the source, the mother, she took the seed and her body began to metamorphosize. I can't explain it, but it happens. He, she took what he couldn't do anything with on his own that he would have died with and her body began to metamorphosize into a life-giving factory forming and molding and feeding and nurturing a life-giving being. And when the time came, that woman, that mother who seemed so weak and frail entered into a time of labor and began to push and began to bring forth something that was productive. Somebody told me the other day, I don't know if this is true, uh, of course, it was on Facebook. It's got to be true. That they have a way now that men can be hooked up to something 
Is that true? Y'all see that? Y'all hear about that? And you can actually experience the pain that a woman experienced when she gives birth. And from what I understand, no man followed through. I quit. I quit. Whoa, whoa. Uh, are you listening to me? But there's something about that mother. You may think she's weaker than you. You may think she's frail. Amen. But she is geared to endure pain and push even when it ain't even convenient. That's why you all go preach. That's why you need a mother around because when you're ready to give up, she said, come on, honey, we can do it. Oh, God. Come on, baby. Let's push a little bit longer. Don't you give up. It's going to be worth it all. High five a mother and tell them I love you. Oh, you and your macho self, you'd have done quit. Oh, Jesus. I don't know why to make, I don't have to demonize you men to make you women look good, but it just feels good this morning. Father's Day, we'll turn it around, okay? (laughs) We'll turn it around. Yes, sir, I'm telling you, she'll, she'll, she'll begin to push simply to bring something into this world because it's what's in her. Are you following me? And when the time came, this, uh, she, she and, and even then, even after she gives birth to this thing, her work ain't done, amen. She's been created to turn that little fella around and just nurture it. And the Mother is a phenomenal thing. She is just a, she is a, <laughs> she is a phenomenal creature. No, that didn't work. <laughs> she is a phenomenon of God. Oh, the capacity of a mother. Amen. It's the next thing to something supernaturally miraculous. She has capacity that the man does not have. Are you following me? She has capacity that the man does not have. Matter of fact, your Bible says, and the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord had taken from the man, he made a woman. The rib that he had taken from the man, he made a woman. And he brought her to the man. Woman is the compound of womb and man. He made a womb man. In other words, it's man or mankind. When I use the word man, it's, (laughs) you got to make that straight nowadays. Mankind, it's mankind or human with a womb. In other words, it's mankind to the second power. Oh, you women ought to be helping me. Y'all sitting there on me and I'm telling you all this stuff. Uh, it's, it's mankind to the second power. It's mankind at the next level. It's a human with a greater level or capacity. That's, that's who a mother is. She is intuitive by nature. She just feels things and knows things us men can't know. You can't know it. You can't feel it. My wife told me I better behave today and I'm having a hard time. She's created a a weird creature. If you could really see her, if you could, (laughs) did I say that? I should stick to my notes. She's, she's, 
She's got all kind of invisible sensors sticking out of her. You can't see them. Oh, if we could only see this woman the way God sees her, our creator, she's got all kind of sensors sticking out in every direction that you can't see. So she don't just hear what you're saying, she feels what you're saying. She feels what she's Example, this one, my wife, isn't my wife beautiful? When people see us together, they come to me and say, you're either rich or a smooth talker. Because you two don't match. Huh? Amen. She's, I said, wow, you look beautiful today. And you know what she said? You didn't have to say it so surprised. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> so she didn't just hear what I said. She had little sensors going out there. Huh? Come on, guys, somebody help me. Amen. Amen. And she was feeling what I said. So, so guys, when you say, honey, you look like you're losing weight, beware. Because all... <laughs> Because she can feel it if you mean it. <laughs> Tammy, you know I'm telling the truth. Amen. She's, she's, she's not reading your text. She's No, no, no. Don't just think you're going to text that I love you. And <laughs> uh, let me just give you some words of wisdom. Amen. I have learned what you don't do, gentlemen. When your wife texts you and tells you she loves you, don't send the thumbs up sign. Bad. But I thought that was cool. Got you. Right back at you, mama. Uh, you hear me? It was wrong, dude. It was wrong. Amen. Because they, you hear me? They got all these little sensors that's reaching out there. Amen. You, you, you said, honey, uh, is, is that what you're wearing today? And she heard, you look huge in that. Uh, I, so I look big in it, huh? Women, they're just, they're just like that. They're intuitive, amen, and you can't get away with a thing. You cannot get away with a thing. You only see two eyeballs. She's got eight of them. She's got eight of them, and they're in the back of her head, in the side of her head, amen, and all them feelers are sticking out, amen, and you can be riding down the road not saying anything, amen, and in a minute she'll say, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> God almighty, it's just too real. That's what's wrong. I feel that. I feel that. You ain't got to say anything. I just feel what's coming off of you. I'm telling you, that woman is bad to the bone. She seems to be, <laughs> she seems to be physically uh, 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 frail and fragile, but don't let that fool you. I'm telling you, I've seen this with my own eye. She can carry a 25-pound baby in a carrier, in her elbow, with one arm, 
in their elbow with one arm and a 30-pound diaper bag strapped over on the other side and used the other hand to carry five Walmart bags. No, I ain't through, I ain't through, and I ain't exaggerating. I ain't exaggerating, amen, because while she's carrying them bags, she's on the cell phone. Am I right about it? Am I, I'm talking about a mother this morning. Are you listening to me? She's multifaceted. Amen. She's built weird in some sense. I mean, I got about a what, a 32 pound, uh, uh, what's that jughead you got? About 32 pounds? 36 pound grandson. And she'll just stand there like this all day. <laughs> and I told her, I said, here, let me carry, let me told him for you. Let me carry for So I grabbed him and did that. <laughs> he, <laughs> huh? <laughs> And I fought and I held. <laughs> she done held him for uh, 45 minutes, about two minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, it's the truth, amen. She may appear frail and fragile, but I promise you she's not. She's a superhero. She's superhero. She can, she can do it. She can do it. She can make it happen. Amen. And for all, all you working men who thinks that you're wise, who have the privilege to stay home and not work, you would not last five minutes. You don't, you don't have the capacity that a mother has. Amen. She, if not... <laughs> I got, I got to hurry. We got to get, we got to get out of here. She's, she's just multifaceted, right? She's multifaceted. She's a wife. She's a mother. She's a coach. She's a referee. She's a housekeeping cook. She's a master negotiator who can squelch a, a, a rebellious uprising between siblings and maintain her, in, her sanity at all, all at the same time. Huh? When you go start raving mad, my God, they're driving me nuts. Huh? Wow, she's on the phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? Just talking and texting. Amen. <laughs> Sometimes even my grandbabies, as much as I love them, they come over and I'm sitting there saying, oh my God, oh my God, I'm just going to go crazy if they don't shut up. Mom, she's just over there texting and carrying on and talking. Amen. She's learned how to raise the pitch so you can, you can hear them over the child. Amen. She's just, she's just gifted like that. Mother. Mother. So, in my text, when God got ready to initiate war and deliver the children of Israel, he said, I need a mother. I need a mother. Your Bible, my text says, the inhabitants of the villages had ceased. They ceased in Israel until that I, Deborah, arose. I arose a mother in Israel. Israel was spiritually, physically, economically bankrupt. They were at an all-time low. Their own compromise had caused them to come under the cruel bondage of, of a warlord called Sisera. 
They were so afraid of Sisera that they had moved out of their own villages and their own neighborhoods and they had hid in caves and, and dens. Amen. And when God saw the dilapidated condition of the family unit, amen, of the neighborhood uh, of all of Israel, he said, I need a mother. I, I, I got to have a mother. She has a, she has something that I need to be able to win this war. She has a maternal instinct about her that will not let her run in the face of adversity. That, that mother, amen, she, she has a, a, a maternal instinct in her, amen, that will not allow the fear to overcome, the fear of her enemy to overcome her desire to see victory. Amen. He said her maternal instinct will hold her in there. It'll hold her in there when the odds are against her. Oh my God, are y'all listening to me? It'll hold her steady when the odds are against her. Hey, something about a woman. She may seem fragile, frail, petite, and all that above, but mess with her children. You talking about metamorphosize? Some of you mamas out there going. That beautiful face will contort. And them beautiful teeth that turn into canines. And she don't care if you're bear, snake, lion. Is anybody in this place? Amen. All of a sudden, amen. All of a sudden, your ability to destroy her loses all cognizance in her mind. And she's got one thing on her mind. And that's saving the thing she loves the most. He said, he said I, need a, I need a mother. She'll keep on pushing even when it's inconvenient. She ain't got no quit in her. She ain't got no give up in her. Amen. Like I said, her, her, her mater, uh, maternal instinct for what she's fighting for will override her fear of the enemy she is fighting with. She'll stand toe-to-toe with the devil and say, you can't have them. Come on, mamas. You can't have my children. I gave birth to that child. Amen. You can't have my children. They'll fight. They'll fight. Deborah was a, uh, catch this. Deborah was a prophetess and a judge of Israel. She was a high ranking. She had high ranking position, but she did not say, when I, Deborah, arose a prophetess, things begin to change. She did not say, when I, Deborah, arose a judge, things begin to change. She said, but, but she said, when I, Deborah, arose a mother, things begin to change. And you know what's, what's, what's ironic about this story? Deborah never had a child. Deborah, there's no record of Deborah ever having a biological child. It's the proof that a mother is so much more than a female parent. A mother is a begetter. She is a source of strength. She is an encouragement. She is an indispensable means to accomplishing a mission at hand. Barak understood this completely. He, he, he led her armies. 
And she came to Barak and said, the Lord has spoken, amen. He said, she said, I want you to take my 10,000 men. There was 100,000 army strong following Sisera. She said, I want you to take these 10,000 men we got left and I want you to take a stand against Sisera because God's going to give you the victory. And he looked her in the eye and said, I will not go if you don't go with me. Oh, I want to stop right there and do a marriage seminar <laughs> to some of you knuckleheads. I can't be successful if she don't go with me. I can't just go do my own thing, amen, because God has deposited something in you and I'll go fight if you'll go with me. Most of the stuff that us men accomplished in life would have never been done if we wouldn't have had a mother standing behind us telling us you can make it. Amen? She is a re- originator. She is a sword. She is a, she is a means of strength and encouragement. Amen? It's just that strength we need to do what we can do. Amen? Me and Larry lives down on the end of this road back here, and we live back there by ourselves. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The thing we need to do next is put a gate at the end of our road, Larry. And he, since he's been over there, all kind of stuff keeps popping up. Carport. Uh, what do you call that little thing out there? Pergola. Popped up and flowers popped up. And people won't come by and tell Larry what a good job he's done. Larry didn't do that. Wait, let me rephrase that. Larry ain't the source of that. Amen. Renee and Pinterest is the source of that. Can I get a witness? Larry said he's taking his wife off Pinterest. He wanted to know if I had a counseling cast. <laughs> Do you have 12 steps to get a woman off Pinterest? Amen. All the work I've done in my house. Amen. People think I'm a carpenter. I ain't no carpenter. I just had a woman beside me who would come up with a good idea and then make me believe I can do anything. Oh, come on, mama. I'm talking about mother. That's what she does. And then when you get through, you're kind of strutting around saying, yeah, yeah. Can I tell you, if it's just you, you'll still be living over there in a tent. My God, he's telling the truth today. That's what she is and who she is. Amen. She ain't got to give birth to the children to be a mother She's got influence that's always pulling the best out of you. When I see the negativity, amen. Uh, you know, I always thought it was kind of funny. Uh, well, not funny, but, you know, when I see red lights or hear a siren, I'm going, man, what in the world's happening down there? Let's check that out. And my wife, she goes praying in the name of Jesus. God, whoever it is, you protect them and keep them. Serious? I'm going to pray right now. I'm going to see what's going on. It's in her. She's a protector and a provider, and she wants to make sure they're all right. Amen. We can be in our house. Sirens go off. She goes in intercessory prayer. Well, I'm eating spaghetti. There's just something about. Are, are you following me? She's just, she's just who she is, and it's just what she is. Amen. It don't matter if she'd never give birth to a child if she's a mother. She's a motivator and an instigator. And was that word okay? <laughs> the other one was supposed to be agitator. Back up, it's Mother's Day. <laughs> we gonna save that for Father's Day. 
He said, I'm not going without you. Can I tell you right now, Barak was a wise man, amen, because he understood that it was not her physical strength he needed. It was not her ability to wield a sword he needed. It was not her ability to shoot an arrow he needed, amen. It was not her ability to enter into hand-in-hand combat. He needed the power of her influence. Somebody give the Lord a hand praise in this place. He needed the power of her influence that motivates people around her to be successful. Can you picture this battle? I don't know if she was in a little carriage. I don't know if she was standing up on a steed or or in a chair, but she was up there and 10,000 men, when they felt the influence of a mother behind them, it made them want to fight. Oh my God, give us mothers back to the family again. My God, everything's going to be all right. Mama's still standing on the hill. Amen. Everything's going to be all right. Mother's going to be. She's there. She's with us. Her influence is with us. Amen. And that's the strength I need. She don't have to be built and have guns. That's weird. All I need is that influence. That influence. It's just, it's just. It gave them the the courage to fight. Can I say right now, the African-American culture got it right. They got it right. They got what they call mothers in the church. Mothers. It's just like deacons or elders in any other church. In an African-American church, they got mothers in the church. And these mothers, mothers are positioned to be a positive influence on a succeeding generation. They're there to to mother and to nurture. That's the awesome thing about the body of Christ. You can never have had the privilege of giving birth to a biological child and come into the body of Christ and be a mother of a multitude. Your influence is still there. Your, 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 Your potential and capacity is still there. So I, I say they got it right when, when they started positioning mothers in the body of Christ uh, because they're there to be an example or to help promote the success of a succeeding generation. As a matter of what, fact, my wife preached a powerful message to the women not long ago uh, that uh, um, um, Deborah's example so inspired another young housewife who was in her tent that she joined into the battle and, and literally killed the king of that battle. Influence. That'll make you think and believe and know there's more in you than what you think. Somebody say, thank God for a mother. No wonder, no wonder in the book of Galatians, chapter number four, I think, uh, verse number 26, Paul referred to the church as the Jerusalem from above is the mother of us all. That didn't didn't mean as much as it does to me now. That when he referred to the church, he referred to her as the mother of us all. Oh, Paul referred to the church as a mother because she is an entity of influence. Are you following me? She's like Mary. She don't rely on her man. I'm talking about the church now. It's like Mary, the church, she don't have to wait on a man because her husband is God. Her husband is God. Her source is God himself, amen. She don't have to rely on natural resources, 
That's why he called the mother of the church because she'll take a a greasy little sack lunch and feed 5,000 people with it. Amen? I mean, she's, he, he called her a mother because she's got capabilities and abilities, amen, that when you think she's down and out, she'll make something out of it. She'll make something out of it, amen? The devil, he, he can't do anything with this entity, uh, the church, this entity that he called a mother, amen? He said, I tell you what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna run that mother, that church down to the bank of the Red Sea, I'm gonna hem her in and I'm gonna have her destroyed. Amen. But you can't keep the church down. She's like a mother. She walked up to the Red Sea, stuck her toe in it, it split. She walked across on God. He said, I know what I'll do. I'll burn her up. I'll burn her up. So I'm going to build the fire seven times hotter. Amen. But when the church went in the fire, she came out the other side and said, that wasn't so bad. Huh? That wasn't so bad. The Bible says she came out, didn't even smell like smoke. You can't stop her. Isn't it, isn't it wild that when God referred to the church, he referred to her as a mother? Pharaoh said, I know, I know, it's getting late, I gotta quit. But Pharaoh said, I know what I'll do, I'll stop her from growing. I'll stop her from growing. He said, all you midwives, come here, all you midwives, all you Egyptian midwives, let me tell you what I want you to do. He said, when them Egyptian women starts having children and you give birth to them sons, I want you to kill every one of them. Kill them. We got to stop this thing from growing. Amen. But the, uh, Pharaoh seen all these little boys running around and said, what in the world? I told y'all to kill them. She said, you don't understand these women. They're not like normal women. They give birth so fast, we can't get there to stop them. The more you persecute them, the more productive they come. Come on now, I'm talking about the church. Amen. She don't have to have conducive circumstances to be successful. You can put her anywhere and she's going to produce. You can put her in any situation and she's going to be productive. She'll take nothing and she'll make something out of it. He said, that's that's who she is. Inconvenient circumstances come. She knows what to do. When the pain gets rough, she just goes to pushing. She just goes to pushing. While other people are prone to give up and say that's too hard, she knows pain is a sign to push. My God, are y'all listening to me this morning? Let me close. Gentlemen, there's precious gifts been given us. Precious gifts sitting beside us that we do not even recognize the power and the potential. If we would learn like Barack saying, I ain't taking one step without him. I got through studying this, I told my wife, I need a mother on my elders board. I I need a mother. I need a mother. They've got insight, intuition. They got ways of seeing and knowing and understanding things, amen, that we need to learn from, to glean from. Why? Because it makes me more productive and it makes me more successful. Stand with me all over this building. Now, all you mamas are to give me a great big round of applause right now. Not because of what I preached, but because of how long I just preached. Did I just break a record? 
Shortest message I ever preached is because I was under the influence of mothers. Nobody else can do anything with me. But a mother. As pastor of Life Church and even with our visitors, with, with all of the sincerity, because I know your feelers are sticking out right now, your little sensors, all the sincerity that I can find, I want to say to you now once again, happy Mother's Day. And I want you to realize in spite of your faults, in spite of your failures, in spite of how many times you blew it, what you may have become is not who God created you to be. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And if you're not careful, you will allow your past failures to identify you. But can I share this with you before I take my seat? Matter of fact, we're finna do a baptism. Katie, if you want to get ready for the baptism. Catch this right here before, before we change the order of this service. Adam called his wife Eve because she was the mother of all living and she had never done anything. So he didn't identify her by her performance. He identified her by her potential. So I'm here to submit to you, you may feel like you blew it as a mother or a female parent. You may feel like you blew it and you're nothing but the failure you have become. I got news for you, that ain't what the Word of God says about you. And that ain't what God says about you. He created you with potential. So I'm challenging you in dismissing this sermon. Quit identifying with your fault and failure and start identifying with what God says about you. Are you following me, ladies? Because you are a source of strength and influence that cannot be replaced with anybody or anything else. Moms, second statement, that has never had the privilege and may have beat yourself up because you have never had the honor of giving birth to a biological child. Can I tell you, you have joined an entity to where those qualities that God birthed in you are not wasted. They need to be used to nurture a succeeding generation. Please receive that. Please receive that. One more statement. Ladies that did not have the privilege of being raised in a home where the female parent understood what it meant to be a mother. And it's left that vacuum. It's left that vacuum in you. Because maybe Mother's Day brings more of a bitter taste than the joy of celebrating like a lot of us. Let me help you just for a minute. 
I'm sorry that your mom did not understand the precious gift you were. Male and female. I'm, I, I, I'm sorry. The Bible says they were just blinded by the God of this world. Blinded by, that's the reason Jesus was able to say, Father, forgive them, they're blind. Father, forgive them, they don't even know what they're doing. I'm not making excuses for them, I'm just trying to help you. I'm sorry for that, but you got to know this. You was created in a completely different womb than your mother was created in. And you have a completely different DNA than what your mother has. Our Bible teaches us you have the DNA of your heavenly father. Are you following me right here? What I'm trying to tell you is you don't have to let the dysfunction of a previous generation rob you of your potential. Don't let nobody lie to you. This is very important. Please give me a minute. Don't let nobody tell you any different. You are fearfully and wonderfully made and can rise up above it and be everything that God called you to be. Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org.